Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Willamette. I am your host, CJ. And as always, with me on Zoom, Bud and Justin. What's up, fellas? Not a whole lot. Just, uh, you know, struggling with the old Wi-Fi when uh, you got two kids on the Xbox, two kids on the new gaming PC. Um, you got the bandwidth goes down. You got to take it down to the phone. You can't be on the computer. But, um, you know, barring any other distractions, things are great. Well, Bud, you are in charge at your house, right? I mean, you, you could tell them like, hey, for the next hour, like, shut it down. You could do that, right? Uh, that's not true. That's not, that's not true. I, I'm, I'm in charge for a little, little portion of the day. It's usually when we're not in the house. So okay. I got, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So <laughs> I know you are. I know you are always do. Well, how are we doing fellas? I, uh, for one, am excited to do this little recap pod, uh, put a big fat bow, a big ribbon on this season and uh and move on to next year but uh hey i'm excited to be here with you guys if i have to talk um let's make a rule no covid on this if i have to hear one more thing about a variant strand and uh vaccine and all that i'm gonna go nuts so that's you have my word okay thank you (laughs) thank you ip is not on the call so at least it would be just a covid strain not something (laughs) that we'd have to worry about Nothing for me. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So listen, hey, it's, uh, what is the day today? It's January 18th. It's a Monday. It's a holiday. Hey, this is great. Here we are. Another year in the books. Year eight, done. Eight years, guys. We've been doing this for eight years. That's awesome. Like, I'm pretty excited. You guys excited? Eight years? Come on. That's huge. I am super excited. We've been podcasting for eight years, or the league has been doing it for eight years. <laughs> We've been podcasting for four years. I know it seems like we just started yesterday, bud. But okay. yes, we've been doing this for, I, I don't know, has it been four years? We've been podcasting for four or five years, right? And, and the handful of listeners that do listen are excited. Yeah, so. they love us. They love us. I feel like we needed to make a little bit bigger deal about the Ocho. Oh, oh. How did we miss that? Yeah. There's a lot going on. To be honest, I i mean, be real. Did you think that we would get all the way through this season? I am, There was no question in my mind we would be going right now. When we started this league back in 2013, I was like, this thing is going to be awesome. We are going to will it to be awesome. And it's awesome. So I feel like we've, you know, did I think it was going to be as much – fun as it is now no i did i think it was gonna be like marty's league that he has yeah that's what i thought it would be like round up a bunch of guys remind them about the league chase Mm. everyone down for for their dues and stuff like that no we're past that like this is huge lame yeah i do remember that uh oh sorry just i mean to cut you off there that sunny summer 2013 when uh someone came and knocked on my door asking if he wanted to be the first person that's someone's already out we need someone new in this league and we want you well and let's 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 go before that bud when i first asked you and you said no i got too much going on right now i just don't think i could do it and then there you are at the christmas party and all of us talking about how fun the league is then all of a sudden now you want in the league sure okay yeah we get it i was open to it i was like there's a lot of there's a lot of social 
social in here I can take part in. So yeah, <laughs> sign, sign me up. I was at the Christmas party. I remember at my house at the Christmas party that year. You were like feeling pretty left out. I'm like, I told you. And you just were like, I got so much going on. I'm a dad and, you know, I got a career and I'm a husband and whatever else nonsense you had that the rest of us don't deal with. You know, you brought it all up. So I don't know. It was weird. And eight years later, now it's uh, electrocutioner talking like that. I know, I know, come on, Electrocutioner. oh, I want to see my kids, yeah, 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 we all want to see our kids, get over yourself, jeez, I'm on, if we could get, he got me to dial it back a, a tenth on the weekend <laughs> football games, I think he would be able to see kids. Well, all I know is that as I work through the season recap, which will be out this week, a good one another lots of good information a lot of kind of fun stuff all i know is the one thing i know for sure is there there's no formula there's no pattern and there's no right or wrong way to approach fantasy football that much i know for sure so what do you guys think well i i I feel like there may be some questionable ways to approach fantasy football but we, we can cover that later we definitely will cover that later. <laughs> you can count on it. But so before we get into that, one thing I would like to say is I'd like to thank Taylor, our producer. Oh yeah. She put she put together multiple podcasts and she put together that wildcard Willie video that, you know, that was great. I mean, I want to thank everybody that participated, which was everybody. And I do want to say, like, I think it was really cool that she picked a bunch of random players to be in the intro. I thought those those were all great players having there. I didn't think that she needed to put the nine ball with Boston Mobsters video. I, I, I don't know where she, I mean, she's just being creative. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't want to say like, thank you, Taylor, for putting all that together. You know, and it was, it was awesome. And I know that Wildcard really, really appreciate it. And of course, Hawk Attack appreciate it. But those guys do a lot every week, week in, week out. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Agreed. I second that. And, uh, and Taylor, I thought the video was, um, was really well done. So, so good job. And thank you for always being on here for our pods also. Yeah, thanks a lot for doing that. You're, it's weird. Your computer's always charged. You've got the right table. You're soup like prepared. Time like you're 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 the antithesis of a producer. Wait you're a minute. Wait a minute. Us better. You so don't have bud, to complain. Yeah. So, bud, you're saying that don't record with a dead battery from the bar down the street with public wi-fi is the way to go yeah don't yeah don't use you know you know don't let people steal your identity through the wi-fi while you're trying to produce a podcast (laughs) so yeah much much like winning a championship there's a lot of different ways to do it that was just (laughs) all right okay so hey (laughs) so thank you taylor Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to give you guys 30 seconds each to give hmm. a statement on how fantasy football went for you in 2020. And we're going to start with Duck Cowboy. So the floor is yours. You got 30 seconds. 
30 seconds. Uh, I came into this year with really good keepers. Uh, I had a pretty good draft. They got keepers got injured. I traded for Hollywood. He sucked all year. I traded for Cooper cup when he was getting 20 targets a game and Goff sucked. And then I, I think we all know that I traded for Russ and then Russ sucked. So that was 2020 in a nutshell. Um, one thing people should know is I, uh, I never let a season go, so I went all in. Uh, it was close. Uh, we'll see what happens next year. The end. Thank you. Uh, Bud, would you, would you like to please provide your statement for 2020? Yes. I had uh, great keepers. I had a great draft. <laughs> a lot more trading than normal. Um, I No, none of that's true, and we all know that. Um, I had some bad Cole and I, my, my oldest son, and then my middle son, Luke, we really talked quite a bit about my keepers. Um, and they didn't like me. And I, um, I said, you're wrong. You don't know anything. And they said, no, dad, you don't know anything. And it, it proved, <laughs> um, so Le'Veon Bell was not the answer again. Um, draft. I didn't feel like I did too bad until I drafted a guy that had a higher rank two tight ends in a row. So I ended up with three tight ends, not looking at what position they played. Um, so I'll do a little more research next year. Um, but I do, the one thing I do feel like I did better this year is that I was open to more trades and I was in love with nobody. Um, and I think by the end of the season, I was not willing to trade for someone just because I knew their name. And I think that's, that's going to help me in the future. Thank you. And, and I do feel like we could do an entire podcast breaking down the uh, hip hop 2020 season, and maybe we'll do that. So stay tuned, everybody. Ooh. All right. So, so it's a short cast. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be long. It's probably going to be two hours. So watch out for that one. All right. What's on tap? What's on tap? Great question. I was just going to say the notice popped up though, that Mark Ingram was released from the Ravens. So at least you didn't have him still, bud. What's on tap? <laughs> I, uh, I was able to actually get together for a few minutes socially distanced with uh, our good friend Products yesterday, and we shared a couple of these um, magnetic fields. The magnetic fields, okay? So this is from Fort George. Little known fact, Fort George is expanding out there. If you've never been to Astoria uh, and checked out Fort George in person, you need to. And more and more, their beer never disappoints. It's fantastic. This is a 7.2% AB. So it's an IPA. It's a juicy, uh, or it's a hazy. And, Ooh, uh, yeah, nice. And I'm just going to crack this open and partake. What's on tap? Oh, I like that. Okay. Ooh. All right. Bless you. Jeez. Magnetic fields. Got it. I saw, Bud. That you, it looks like you got the wish list in your hand. Um, no, I've got the uh, I've got the abominable. Oh, the Avon. Okay. That. Singing the praises of Costco. They have come, been coming in strong lately. So everyone, get out to Costco. Get your four pack. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Well, we'll do that. I, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about some fun facts. Not, I'm not getting statistical, not getting crazy or anything, but just some fun things that people need to be reminded about that maybe won't be in the newsletter. So there are two players that were on 
multiple teams the most. And Hawk Attack likes to refer to these as the biggest sluts of the year. Can you guys name one of them? Um, uh, I can't. I can't. I. Oh, is it your boy? The wide receiver. No. I will say this: one's a running back, one's a wide receiver. And I'll say this: hip hop, you had one of them, and DC, you had one of them. And it's those middle of the road players that you yeah, just want to you roll the dice somewhere not, because you need it. You don't want them, but you need them. Did you did you tease it with Mark Ingram being dropped? Was he one of them? No, but I'm pretty sure Mark Ingram will come up later on in the podcast. I'm almost sure of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. I'll tell you who it is. One of them, Adrian Peterson. AP. That makes AP. so much that makes so much sense. How, so many, he was, how many rosters? He, he was on Endzone, Electrocutioner, Products, Irish Puddles, and Hip Hop Epotamus. So that's fantastic. That's, he just, he but, was tossed so, around. So here's a question. When your guys are looking at pieces of crap like him and they're on your <laughs> roster and, you, and he's got an estimated 10, is, uh, is Fantasy Pros giving you that same 10 points? Cause I'm like, I don't, I'm, a, I just, I just needed something to try and get over 90 points. And he gives me I, zero. I think you, you pick up a guy like Adrian Peterson, you're on a bye week you got a bunch of injuries and he is the best of what's left out there. I think that's how you get it. Cause the other guy is Emmanuel Sanders. Same thing. I don't want Emmanuel Sanders in my starting lineup. And, and he was, he was on Gore. He got me Irish Puddles. Irish Puddles loves the sluts. He's always moving around. You know, he always likes the the easy, you know, the easy ones. And then Duck Cowboy, Badonka Brox. So, I mean, those are two guys. They're kind of the same thing, right? It's like he might get a touchdown or two. Um, he might not play at all. <laughs> um, I don't know. But you know what? I have no other options, and I'm just rolling the dice. So that's it. I drafted that jerk. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't make it onto my roster at some point because that's a name where I'm like, well, that I've heard that name. Before. He's he's good. It was surprising. I, I agree. All right. So speaking of that, so speaking of draft, so you think about from draft day, you think, oh man, my draft's gonna be awesome. I'm going to get all these players. It's going to make this great team. So what – give me who you think are the top three teams that had the most players left over from draft day. And I'll start with you, bud. Uh, end zone. Gore. <clears throat> really? No. Gore was. Yeah, yeah I was going to say was. Gore. I put Gore in there. Gore's number one. Fifty-five percent. Yeah. Bungle. Bungle. Nope. Um, I can't believe Enzone isn't. Um, products. Yep, products is number two at fifty-two point nine percent. Yeah, he had a Not good. Not bad. Good draft. And then the third one was Boston. Boston. Monsters. Boston. He had Boston. half. He had fifty percent left over. So. That, those are the only guys above. So on the other side, what are the three teams that 
yeah, didn't have much left over from draft day at the end of the year. Uh, electrocutioner. Yep. Duck Cowboy. Nope. And, ooh. Um, IP, he trades everyone. Yeah. No, for a, not for IP. Most different. The Donka Bronx? Uh, um, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hint. Two of them are on this podcast. Oh god! <laughs> and I'll say the person with the least amount of players left over is on this podcast. All right. And it's not Duck Cowboy. So <laughs> go from there. Go from there. Yeah. So here's the deal: Hip Hop and Electrocutioner had twenty-seven point eight percent left over. And in last place, least amount was my pathetic team. 20, <laughs> 26.3%. It's sad. It's just sad, you know? Yeah, what's crazy about that is the high end is 54%. So really, you only need what, five draft picks? You just gotta, I mean, yeah. the, rest, the rest are garbage. Well, you have your keepers. So you think about keepers plus your draft picks. So whatever you come out of your original roster, I had about a quarter of them left. Me and Bud are like, screw that draft, up that draft's butt. We're we're just going for it here. You know, like it's crazy. It's crazy. We really should get more post-draft reaction and predictions for the season because you really, really you really feel good that night you know especially when you nailed the draft <laughs> i guess and fast yes. forward it's like wow i didn't see that coming yeah yeah well, on we'll my- talk about we'll talk about what bastard had the best freaking draft later it's it's actually absurd how good some people's drafts are but anyways sorry bud what were you gonna say no i was gonna say on that drive home i was like you stupid sons of bitches i crushed <laughs> I might not have a good keeper, but man, I am feeling good about this. And then Yahoo sends me an email. You're going to win two games. I'm like, screw you. That's what you said last year. And I won one game. So, so they're not 50% there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but we're not going to talk about that. You know what? I'm not going to go and And listen, I know we're running behind. I'm not going to get into that you had the top the, the, the worst three keepers of this year, not even going to bring it up. Not going to talk about Bell, Ingram, and Green. Not going to go there because we don't have time. So I'm not even going to talk about it. So don't even worry about it. Good. Don't, what cover. I would... don't, don't say Bell, Ingram. Who was the other one? Green, AJ, Green. your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to bring them up because I feel like it's unnecessary. It, we, I don't even want people to know about it. You know what I mean? So we're not bringing it up. Justin, can we agree not to bring this up? Understood. Yeah, I feel like anybody, I feel like anybody that trades with you and then makes a parody video about the trade, you got screwed on the trade. And you shouldn't have traded. So live and learn. Yeah. I don't know. There's some bad trades. I don't know if that's going to be part of your stuff, but there's some real bad trades this year. Well, yeah, I don't know if there's so many trades this year. I don't I think it'd be impossible to dissect that, but maybe in a future podcast we'll talk about it later. But here's what I would like to do. Can okay. I shift gears? You guys okay if I shift gears? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hit the clutch. So here's yeah, so here's the deal. 
we've got a guest. What? Um, well, yeah, we've we've got a guest. I meant to tell you guys. I probably didn't. Um, it's I. Things happen at a really fast pace. So I would like to welcome our guest. And I like to welcome the 2020 Bridge Bowl winner and world champion. Oh yeah, Endzone. Welcome to the podcast, Endzone. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Hey. What's going on, guys? Oh, yes. Look at the champ. Look at the Uh-oh. champ. Oh man, Good that guy. See you guys. He's, looking, he's looking happy. He's looking you got it. You have a glow to you. Hey, yeah. it's been that way for a while. Can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Basking the last for another year. So keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. Because I mean, basically, everybody on this podcast has won a championship. Virtually, everyone on this podcast has won a championship. So welcome to the club, my man. It's, hey. it's a great place to be. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've won championships and other <clears throat> leagues before. <laughs> this one we've already got your statement we've already got your statement we don't Ouch. this is it's not about you all right we've got a guest on for crying out loud like can we make it about the guest just for 10 minutes i mean it's not a big deal am i asking too much no i'll go with it but just because it's easy <laughs> Yo, hey-o. all right hey edzo we got some questions for you okay so we're I gonna ask if you we're gonna ask you a few questions and you you got to be honest with us and don't give us the freaking nice guy nonsense responses. We won't have it. We'll cut it out. Taylor means business. She will cut the nonsense out. We have cut people completely out of the podcast that we invited on and you wouldn't even know that they were included in the podcast. So don't blow this, okay? Hey, Taylor made it easy. She said push this button and don't say a word until CJ introduces you. So, so far, so good. <laughs> You've done a great job. So I'm going to start with a question. Okay. I just want to get this one out there. I want, I just, you know, and and I'll let the other guys ask questions. But my first question is this. My first question is, when did you know you were the world champ? At what point on that weekend did you know I've got it? I'm done. And don't say like the last minute of the Monday night game or whatever nonsense you were thinking about saying. Tell us when you were like, I got this. Bing, bam, boom. With or without numbers? I, you just tell me what you were thinking when you thought it. First thing in the morning when I set the team and wow, went about, went about the business. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, nice guy at a little bit. Like, fake it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. Awesome, Edzo. That's a champ. That's what a champ says right there. That's it. Yeah. Hey, the commission asked for the truth. You know, <laughs> ironically, that's the exact time that I knew I was going to get second again. <laughs> <laughs> it might have actually been the week before. Mm. And I was, I was still asleep because I had no need to set a lineup. Right. Sorry, I say I was right there with you, bud. And, and just so I know, you, I, I love DC so much. I just got there's no disrespect. It was that's exactly why I felt. I felt at about nine thirty. I knew not to change a thing. I let everything just take care of itself. Yeah. Well, your team is set up. 
in in a way that uh, the keepers are the keepers and man they they performed you had 240 burgers <laughs> you know, I mean Adams went Adams went off and then Diggs was just a, a cherry on top and uh, yeah. you know that's the way that you want I assume that's what I've heard that that's the way you want the championship weekend to go it, it helps I agree so how did you sleep that night Enzo after oh, you okay. it was locked down and done how did you sleep there was not much sleep. <laughs> well, what did you do? Tell us yeah. about it. Well, I've heard from you after the victory how sweet it is two times. Um, Bungles told me, you know, I mean, he, I think he got it on Christmas night, so that was crazy. And it's just a time to celebrate, you know. It was really a good night. Yeah, there were a few people that got on the call to celebrate with you. Who were those people that night? Uh, my true friends that I, I'm aware of uh, was Duck Cowboy and Hawk Attack. So can, can I ask a question about that? I'm glad you, I, I am glad you guys brought that up. Where was my phone call and where was Bungle's phone call? Well, if we need to pull up the Slack chain that everyone was <laughs> no, no, a part I'm of. Saying, I'm saying back when, when I won my championship oh. and when Bungle won his championship, no one was like, Hey, let's set up a call and let's all yeah. celebrate together. Like, Am I supposed to play favorites because it's end zone? Just because he's the nicest guy in the league and that whole thing? <laughs> no. Well, this as this league continues to adapt and change oh, and get boy. better, oh, boy. I think that this should be something that we do going forward. Now, in truth, I think the night that Bungle won, I might have been too drunk that night to even work. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was a bit confused by the chain of events that were transpiring via Slack, and so I was I was in and out, and I was anticipating a uh, a, a group chat from uh, from UDC that would have you know thrown it out to everybody, and then the whole no iPhone snafu threw it in, and then I um, I you know I thought I would wait for another buzz on the phone, and it just it didn't happen, and it was already the next thing I looked at it, it was hey you bunch of a holes and. <laughs> the, the two greatest people are on the call with me and that's all I needed. And so I, 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 I was a little surprised that the uh, inclusion was only, was only two, you know, especially. Well, I don't appreciate you trying to take away from my commissioner to champion call that I do after they win. Like mm -hmm. I like to have that and I like to, you know, I, talk to him about being the champion. And what I didn't expect. even I know. Don't appreciate, I, I don't appreciate you trying to wreck my traditions. How yeah. would, I, I, how would know, I, I know that that happens? How would I know? Well, you didn't ask, so, I mean. I mean, I didn't want to get into this. I didn't want to get into it on the call, but was that <laughs> even a league office sanctioned call? Fine. It wasn't. It was not. I should, I'm going to find Duck Cowboy and Hawk Attack. You know it. That's right. Thank I, you, Hip Hop. Find end zone for participating. Well, I, I think what what's going on here is they're trying to make this look like it was all about duck cowboy again. And that's kind of how I felt. It's like all the tension's going to duck again. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Ed Zone. Yes, that's exactly. That mm. always freaking happens. It's about duck cowboy. It makes me feel better. It's my, like my, my therapist said, if I get on a call with you, it's going to make me feel better. And I won't, I won't crawl on the leg. Blah, blah, blah. Poor me. Hey, I think, you know, the truth is, it's like, you guys all saw how long I was trying to respond. 
meanwhile, the commissioner is getting after me, like, what are you doing? Where's your response, right? It was really hard. <laughs> it was really hard to come up with a response. I was paused with 20 different letters. It's like all I saw on Slack was yeah. end zone typing, typing, typing for like 45 minutes. I'm like, come on, get something out there. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And then it was just a couple of lines. It was like, man, you've been writing for two and a half hours. Yeah. I think it was Hawk that called me out. <laughs> all right. So, hey, um, I have another question. Unless one of you guys, Justin, Bud, you guys got any questions for the champ? I mean, we've only got him here for another couple minutes and then we got to move on. So like normal, I'll go first because that's how we always do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I think I might have put this in the slack, but uh, uh, end zone at the beginning of the season, there was a fateful game where we were matched up against each other and I got my only win of the season. Did you, (laughs) did you have to, I mean, was it so early in the season you didn't, you weren't as concerned or were you like, holy shit? <laughs> it is a great question. And I hoped, hoped you hadn't remembered that, but of course you did. I was like, <laughs> yeah, when you only have one win, it's easy to remember. Uh, easy, yeah, I, easy. It, it's easy not to forget. It was week four. I scored 112 to your 147. It was my I third loss in a row. Point- at all season, but continue. Well, you would think 112 was before we went PPR and before we had IDP, but it wasn't. <laughs> so it was a terrible, it's a terrible showing. But hip, if it wasn't for you in that loss, I wouldn't have done the drastic changes I did. I got I got serious. I got rid of some players. I was worried at that point. Yeah, yeah, because the players that you got rid of, wait, no. You had you had Diggs drafted, Waller drafted. Clyde Edward Hilaire drafted, Zach Cunningham drafted, Devontae Adams keeper, um, uh, Derek Henry keeper, Tyreek and Tyreek Hill keeper. So what is it that you did different, Enzo? I'm just oh, trying yeah. to trying to well, catch up on this real quick. I, didn't you got, I had to change. I had so this this is one of the biggest things. I had to, I had to get rid of this guy. Oh. Yeah, okay, that's what did it. Yeah, that's what it was that guy uh-huh okay it was the start this feels like one of those humble brag situations where he's like the cinderella team who didn't dominate everyone from like you know the back half of the season but we get you in zone got it no problem but that was early in the season when he was second guess <laughs> like i gotta give me golf we'll trade it back and forth and then two days later he's off i'm gonna give you golf back you i need Wentz back i was like hey whatever Whatever I know that was do. weird. I should have fined you guys for that. But end zone, <laughs> seriously though, I, I just want to say like you had an unbelievable draft. Like those your draft was crazy and you stuck with it and you made it work. Like well done, my man. Like that your draft was awesome. Like if it wasn't hey. for if it wasn't for um, Wentz sucking so bad, like you, it could have been an all-time year on top of what you already accomplished. Like it was that kind of year. Like congratulations, man! It was awesome. Well, thanks. Because usually the drafts are terrible for me. I'm usually the low guy down there, and this year I just did some homework. I'm ah. pretty sure you do homework every year. You get the magazine in June. You start making your notes in it all summer long, and then you show up to the draft, and it's all 
got all your notes in there. Well, being you brought that up quickly, I'll say no magazines this year. <laughs> no. I, in fact, I think I told you, CJ, I, I actually um, dropped every one of my helpers. I, any, any league or any of the uh, advice I was getting, I think I was paying $100 for something on Fantasy Pros. I dropped everything. And I went with Old Man Gut. And Old Man Gut was just what worked. <laughs> it just, it sure go. did work. Yeah. Fresh start. So, so what question do you have, that Cowboy, before we move on? Well, I'm curious, and I think you've put some of the data out there. It's really interesting that people thought, you know, this keeping the same roster for three, four years was the key to this, but it really wasn't. It was this draft. That's right. I also think that when we were talking about the Duck Heisman, there were a lot of names thrown out, and you had a few on your team. So who was your MVP of your team um, that you felt really carried you? And then who was kind of the shocker on your team that you were pleasantly surprised by? Diggs was definitely my surprise. He was my big blow-up surprise to be a top three receiver for the year. And the points that he gave me when he gave me to me was similar to what Adams was doing. Um, but my overall was Adams, even though he missed a few games, he was still my, my guy because he's got probably the greatest quarterback of all time throwing the ball to him. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know that's debatable. That's debatable. Greatest, biggest douchebag of all time, <laughs> probably. But when that stat popped up that Adams had 18 touchdowns this year, I thought about what that must feel like on a week to week basis, just to know that you have a wide receiver that's going to put one or two in for you every single week. It's got to feel good. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird that he's that good. And it looks like he's not even trying. It's just bizarre how well he plays. Oh. Okay, last question. Last question. And then we're going to let you go. We really thank you for joining us. You're a great champ. I'm super excited. You're an OG. You know, we want the OGs to win. Five of the last, the f last five Bridge Bowls have been OG winners. So I'm super excited about that. Not saying I don't like the other guys, but not as much as you. Um, and I do play favorites. Um, everyone knows that. If they don't know that, they're idiots. Um, so as a champion, how are you going to conduct yourself different in 2021 compared to in the past? As far as a person to other leaguers or as, a, as far as what I'm going to do with my fantasy team? Well, I think just to the league. I, I think that your strategy is what it is. I, I, yeah. There's no questioning that. I don't think obviously – well, I would prefer you change your strategy because then you're you you know you'd be worse. But well, I'm just saying, like, like in the like how you conduct yourself as a member of the league, just in general. What are you gonna do? What do you, as a champion? How do you represent being a champion? How are you gonna? What are you gonna do different this year? Well, I'm gonna give back more to the league. Whoa! Wow! You've been hanging out with he got me. Whoa! <laughs> and I and I really think you know obviously. As intense as it is, it's about the guys and it's about having fun. And it's just, you know, connecting more. Like right when I hopped on and I saw you guys just having so much fun. And I think that's what I enjoy is on the car, in the car, listen to the podcast. And then what we all do, it's just beyond good. And then when you win, then everything's like, oh, this is heaven. So 
I do have one last question and I, I love that easy. I also love that you had that keeper shirt for a few years and I'm curious, <laughs> did you, are you really making a new shirt or did you just get a patch to put over Wince? Even with all the, <laughs> even with all the sponsors and everything that's coming in, my marketing department asked me if I could try to get back Bosa, Wince, and 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 Fournette. If I could get them back, then I could just recreate this T-shirt over and save a lot of marketing funds. <laughs> I think you should do that. I think you should go for that. I think that's a I, good idea. I do have a quick question for you guys, if I could. Sure, of course. You're the champ. We bow down to you at this point. Well, please no, but thank you. What it so it took me winning a championship to get on the podcast because I have been ignored all year. Oh, yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, keep this going. Is, now, they're good. Why? What happened? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Enzo, Enzo, you've had the same team for four years. What, what <laughs> do we got to talk about? Like, it's the same old, same old, you know. Like, I, I don't know what you want us to ask you. Like, we've, we've been there, done that. I, you, you. You tell me. No, it's just good to be back. That's all. <laughs> well, we're glad you're back. The last time I was in, it was Alaska, like 20. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that is a long time. Well, we can't have guests on every time. I mean, you're a special case here. You're just a champ. Like, get ready for this. I mean, it's tough being a champ. You get There's way more promotional activities you got to do. There's more league-sanctioned activities that you have to participate in. I, yeah, I know your name's on that. That's great. Um, yep, you'll, get the, you'll get the new one soon. You and Bungle need to work that out. But yeah, man. Hey, congratulations. Seriously, in all, all sense, couldn't happen to a better guy. I'm Thanks, very guys. excited. That, once you, but it came uh, down to you and that cowboy, and it's all good. Once you, uh, once you take possession of the trophy, let me know. I'm going to bring you the new league-sanctioned travel case. Um, so you can... Uh, and get wherever it needs to uh, safely. And, you, and you'll notice there's an asterisk next to your name on your your little thing that goes on the trophy, and that's because it's a COVID year, so this one doesn't really count. So just, <laughs> yeah. just, just want you to know that. Like, this is a year that doesn't really matter. I mean, it's COVID. I mean, all the problems. Does it's, I mean, it's a bummer it's this year, but... I'm so glad I didn't win this year. <laughs> Again, it's back to DC. <laughs> Nobody wants an asterisk. Nobody. Nobody wants an asterisk. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you know? no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right, thanks, you Zone. Thank you, guys. Hey, congratulations. You're congratulations. Be good year. Be good well, year. Well done, champ. Thanks for everything, guys. Have a good night. Keep all it right, up. See ya. See end zone. Okay, so here, here's the next thing, like. Enzo's amazing, by the way. Like, what a great guy. Like, I mean, if you're going to have a champ, that's who you want as a champion. And even, you know, I mean, you don't want Duck. I, I don't even know what life would be if Duck Cowboy was champion. I don't, I don't know if that's a good well, thing or a bad thing. We, we put up with two years of your championships. I mean, that was rough. And it, yeah, but that was awesome. What are you talking about? Everyone loved that. Those were times that people miss. Yeah. <laughs> Can we quickly go back and say, I didn't get that phone call when I was the champ. And that's because it was before phones. Like, yeah. Right. We didn't have phones. There was also, text messaging. Also, no one knew who you were. It was your first year. <laughs> right. We had 
they saw me at the draft and it wasn't like we were doing these videos all the time. They're like, well, I've heard his voice. He seems like a ding dong. So whatever. They're like, that's well, the guy with Andrew Luck, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, when, when Bud, you came in the league and you won and then products came in league and won. And that sucks. Like, you're just kind of like, gosh, man, we put this league together. These two guys that weren't even here at the start are winning. And it just sucks. Right. And then, and then I win and what I immediately understand is I've won and that's great, but there's nothing special about it. Like there was nothing special, right? There was no trophy. We had that stupid trophy that Enzo showed up. You know, it's like this, you know, it's like well, I don't know, eight inches tall or whatever. It was stupid, right? Like we even had like, like his, we had Bungle Nation's nephew who was like six or something at the time, hold it up with his hands to make it look bigger when we take a picture of it instead of that. <laughs> I mean, is that kind of stupid? So immediately I realized like we've got to do something more for the champion. So that's why it's like, I'm trying to make a bigger deal. So when you win it, it's a big deal. People get, you know, we should celebrate that. That's why I went back. I, I got, but retroactively got his ring in his case. Same thing with products because I felt like that's a massive accomplishment in this league to win this. I mean, to win this league is a big deal. Like, I, you know, it's just a good thing. That you, in it. It's a good thing that you won or we might've never had a big trophy and nice I, things. I agree. I agree. I just would have got more pissed off every year and probably shut the league down years ago at this point, you know? So yeah, I, I totally agree. So I, I'm glad, like, I got, I'm sending out my package to Enzone. It'll be out this week. He's got, I always send the new champ goodies and stuff to, like, kind of commemorate the, the season now. I'm trying to make that more special. So, win in this league, and you get to see what that's all about. But well, as a champ, I appreciate all the hard work you've done. Thanks, Bud. I appreciate hey, that. Bud got an iPad. Hey, just gave that iPad to my mom so she can FaceTime with us. So the the gift that is fantasy football keeps on giving. Yes. It's what we do so, here. So just because we're in, in the with time, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump forward, Taylor, all the way to the best championship run. So listen, one, I think that are we over what, again? We're over on time again. What? Yes. Probably. So listen, I just want to get into this. End zones. End zone had an amazing run this year. Okay. Like dominant, right? Like that back half of the year, he got the, the big bad bully for the last five weeks and then cruised through the playoffs. Like that's amazing. But do you guys think that that's the best season we'll say ever or the best playoff run ever? You guys think that that's like what we saw this year is the best. I, I wouldn't blame you if you thought it was, and I'm not implying that it wasn't. I'm just saying, do you think there was a better playoff run out there? Sounds like there is. I felt like it was probably the most no doubter. Like I kind of, there wasn't much of a doubt that his team was going to put up. I, I'm surprised that he had a three game skid. I want to go back and look at that, but I think his he first was, half of the year was was mediocre at best, we'll say. But the back half of it, because Wince oh was giving him negative, was giving him negative points every week. He was <laughs> off were so bad. Well, let me just let me just say this. So some could argue that the 2017 
Badam Cabrantes were one of the greatest teams ever, right? People could argue that. Sure. People could argue about that. People yeah, that argue was an about, amazing team. People argue about everything these days. Yeah, exactly. But here's the here's the thing that end zones end zones first push for the playoffs were probably one of the better playoffs runs. But he lost in the in Bridge Bowl one, but his two first games. There was like a 35-point difference between the average weekly score and what he did in the playoffs. And he limited both Duck Cowboy and myself mm. that playoff run. He ended up losing. But he was dominant at the end of that season. But that's a long time ago. It's 10 teams. There's no IDP. There's no um, PPR, right? That's totally different. But if you look at Bungle Nation's 2019 run compared to this year's, these two these two seasons are so close, okay? And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So Bungle Nation, in the playoffs last year, he averaged 193 points in wow. the playoffs. He had two games over 200 points. If you guys don't, if you guys don't remember that, he did. He corrupted everyone. CJ, I don't want to interrupt you. He got two. He got hundreds in two different games, or combined, or just in one game. <laughs> no, I mean not three games, but okay, but okay. like one game. Okay, one I had a hundred in three games, so that's it's hard for me to comprehend right now. So let me just throw this out there: one hundred forty-six points was the average in the season. Okay, in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Bungle Nation averaged 193 points because his, his championship game, remember, he kind of fell off the rails a little bit and he still won. But end zone, okay, the average score was 148 in the season and he averaged 194. It's that close. How quickly wow. we forget. Like end zone was dominant, but Bungle Nation was, that team was freaking crazy good. So who was the best? I don't know. I think we debate we could debate that for a long time. I don't I don't know, but I think Enzo's back half of his year um was one of the best we've ever seen. I mean, he was nowhere in the ballpark to catch him um products in the points, not even in the 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 same planet, right? It was that far apart, hundreds of points. And he came screaming back and lost to products within eight points. I mean, it was that kind of close. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't yeah. know. I, you, you look at everything so different. I, I don't know. Like, Bungle Nation's year in 2019 was great. He owned us. I mean, he had some bad weeks and lost a few games he probably shouldn't have, but he owned us in the playoffs. I mean, he did. He did. And, but so did Endzone. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I mean, Endzone 194 points average i mean he was he was scoring consistently 190 to 199 in those three games i mean it's it's crazy so i don't know well i'm officially depressed now Uh, (laughs) that that it is funny the recency bias though because just a year ago you're right lamar jackson was just uh, he was 40 points a game Regardless, it was like yeah. Mahomes. It was like Mahomes' rookie year, you know, where you just pencil him in for thirty-five. You just hope that he puts up something in the twenties. Well, let's not forget though, 
Zeke had a good year. DeAndre Hopkins had a good year. Chris Carson yeah. was pretty freaking good. I mean, Bobby Wagner was getting in points. I mean, his team was all over. But when you look at Enzo's team, uh, how is it's it's actually kind of shocking to me how much. Well, that just tells you. Let me back up. That just tells you how important the quarterback is in our league. Because if you take Lamar Jackson out and put in somebody else, Bungle Nation probably still would have won, but it wouldn't have been as dominant as Enzo's. And Enzo's doing that without a quarterback most of the year. Well, and that I wasn't going to bring that up, but he he did have Jefferson on his roster and he had Justin on his roster. So those are a couple of the trades. If you think about what that roster could have been, now granted, he's got – a ring on his finger now so it's all good but those are two pretty big names that still could have been a part of that team which would have been an all-time great yeah yeah for sure so i mean you know i think it's so i don't know like we can debate this for a while i mean you, you look at different times different eras and in the league but it's like these last two years, what Bungle and Enzone have done is pretty impressive. So good job, guys. Like, I, that, that's kind of my point. I just want to make sure, like, hey, let's not forget what Bungle Nation did in 2019 because it was, it was pretty good, you know. So, anyways, I'm happy that it's an OG. I'm happy that, um, you know, Enzone, Enzone, everyone tries out there, but this means so much to Enzone to get a win, just like Bungle. I mean, I remember when Bungle won, it was a big deal for him because he had lost twice at that point. Um, so, anyways, all I'm going to say is OG, the last five years, pretty excited about that. But listen, we have another guest. Can you what? guys believe it? Yeah. Did you guys well, not, you guys not look at when I say was the there agenda? No, of course not. It's just his <laughs> gibber, damn it. Yeah, no, we had to cut Justin's jibber jabber, but we do have another guest. I, yep. You guys, are you guys ready for this? I mean, two oh. guests is a oh, lot. I know. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so I feel like we just were talking about this guy for the last ten minutes, and you know, I mean, what he was able to accomplish over the last two years, two Bridge Bowls, probably one of the most dominant teams we've ever seen we talked about that that's arguably one of the most dominant teams we've ever seen are we having lamar jackson on what lamar everybody well please welcome lamar jackson <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no man it's bungle nation welcome bungle nation. Oh, welcome in bungle. What up? what's up fellas how we doing happy uh, mlk day to you ah, oh, yeah. had a great day two yeah, times Two yeah, time. We're having we're having a good time. It's the two time champ in the house. Yeah, it's been a little bit since I've joined. Thanks for the invite. Um, yeah, I hope all's been well with you guys. Well, we playoff, can't, we can't, playoff football we, is on. Yeah, well, yeah, we can't have a. I mean, we can't do a changing of the guard podcast without Bungle Nation on. I mean, you can't do that. You know, he's the man. Heck yeah, baby. Good to see you guys. Hey, uh, uh, Bungo, I'm glad. Are you, you've got a background flashed up there behind you. You're not in your car, are you? Because I feel like I've only seen videos of you 
in your house on the vodcast or in your car. You're not in your car, right? You're being safe. No, no, I'm definitely uh, just in my office at home, but you know, I've been trying to multitask, you know, it was before Christmas. So I was doing Christmas shopping and I had to get the video in um, <laughs> for Hawk. And then obviously the, the tribute video, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I was uh, on my way to get my COVID-19 tests and I was Ooh. on the way back from that. So oh, what, what, what happened? Did you, I, mean, did COVID, you pass? I am a COVID-19 survivor. Wow. Oh. Yeah, the second, uh, what was he got me the first and then, yeah. Yeah. So we know. Uh, I survived in uh, good health. So I'm here. I'm alive. Well, I'm happy that I'm really happy you survived. Um, we said no COVID-19 talk on this podcast though, when it started. Oh yeah. He wasn't here at the start. Ah, that cowboy. Give him a break. I mean, I was Remember? telling you that I just made it through and that I'm healthy and it was yeah, for a good reason to talk about it. Not, I'm playing, not nonsense. I'm playing. I, uh, I, I thought at some point during some of those car videos, though, that you might open the door and get out and give us a little kiki. Oh, yeah. That's, a little, little Drake. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. Good. Yeah, I, I haven't cut my hair in almost 10 months, too. Did you guys notice that? Just I was going to say, well, I'm looking great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think your background's hiding it a little bit. But yeah, when you do that, it looks good. Going for the mullet. Yeah, right. well, it's looking like you're well on your way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into let's let's get into a few questions. Just let's 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 get to know Bungle Nation at this point in his life. Um. So here's I, I'm gonna kick it off and okay. and I and I'm not trying to be a jerk I'm not trying to, like to you duck cowboy or you bud but oh. one thing that that there's a fraternity in this league that is a fraternity of two and it's me and Bungle Nation mm. and it's winning two championships in a row and I'm not I'm not trying to like humble brag or nothing that's not where I'm going with this too late but when but <laughs> when you've been when you've been champion for this long. It's really, in my to me, and I'm gonna, I want to, I want to know what you think, Andy. After this, like Bungle, like what you, like kind of your feeling when you're champ that long. It's really, really hard to let it go. Like oh, yeah. it's, you know, like I, I, I struggled with it. I still struggle with it now. When somebody says, "Hey, champ," I'm like, "Are they talking to me?" Oh, no, they're not talking to me. And it's been two years for crying out loud. <laughs> but Bungle, tell tell us about your plight as kind of how things are going because I, I i'm i i get it these guys don't get it they're insensitive bastards they don't get it but <clears throat> tell us yeah no i mean i was looking uh, at the trophy which i kind of hold on to every night because it's going to be gone out of my house very soon but i i didn't realize i forgot that i'd gone to back to back to back bridge bowls so oh. um and and one two out of three um, so that was great. And then, you know, I had a tough year this year, as we all know, maybe we'll get into it here in a minute, high level, but, um, it was, it was definitely hard. I think looking back, I, if I just would have won one more game, I would have gotten in uh, to the playoffs and then I, I would have made it to the final, but easy would have, he would have knocked me out pretty bad. So, I mean, it's kind of like, I look at it, it's, maybe better to have your name on the trophy in some capacity rather than like going for the number one pick and then not getting the number one pick and winning it, but giving it to Pro, <laughs> which will be heavily, heavily favored with Deshaun Watson, probably 
going on to better, bigger and better things, and then him having the number one pick, uh, products is going to be dangerous next year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I, I well, so at what point this year did did you ever feel like there was a point where you're like the season's over? Like, well, I think DC and in Badonk, you you guys have had a rough patch start to a, a season, but made a comeback. I, I believe you have in some capacity within oh, yeah. the years, right? But people don't, I mean, I started one in five, but was like top three score. And uh, so I started the year really great. I, you know, Lamar was Lamar. I think they whooped up on, on the, uh, the Browns. I scored 181 against the Electro, against the Rook. And then week two, I went against the New Orleans. You were the big bad bully in week yeah. one. Yeah, I was. And then I went against the New Orleans Saints, the Gore. And uh, <laughs> I uh, basically garbage time, uh, breezed through a pass to Kamara, and I lost by a point and a half or two. And then week three, uh, IP had his biggest week. He had 208 points. Mahomes had a 50-burger. Week four, played, <laughs> I played DC. DC had his best week with 213 points, but I was top two score. So I'm, it's just the, the worst when you're the top two, three score, but you, you lose. And that's what ha- happens in the West. And then, um, yeah, top, top week five, I was top three score and I lost to products and I started the season one in five, but I was top three score. So that's just where I, 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 and then, uh, not to make excuses, but OBJ went down and it sucked. Carson went down. And then I didn't think that, uh, Dak would hurt me as much as it did with Zeke going down. Uh, but I thought it was going to be Andy Dalton dump past central to Zeke and I was going to get a bunch of PPR points, but it just didn't happen. And obviously uh, DC knows how that ended with the Cowboys. So a uh, little bit of a rough year, but a, you know, I lost fair and square and, but you know, it was a humbling moment and I, I just knew I, I what the, the luck had gone away. So well, and I'll, I'll just, I'll validate that because I think we talked yeah. when you were probably one in five yeah. and I was worried about you because I had to check oh. in with guys in the league, you know, throughout the season, make sure they're doing okay. I and you were have... very optimistic at one and yeah. five. I mean, yeah. I, I got off the phone. I was like, Bungle's good. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's doing okay. But, I, I was, you know, we had a good conversation and all that. And then, you yeah. know, you were, you seemed great. So yeah, I can validate that. I only got blown out a few. I, I mean, got blown out a couple games, but I was in every game mostly. And it's just the West is tough. I mean, the whole league stuff. So, I mean, we're all, we're all, I think this is the best group of guys that are like really good at fantasy football and love football. And, you know, it's, any given Sunday, man, you know, you try to put in your best lineup. I, I played the waiver wire really well. And, you know, I thought I had a decent draft with, you know, I, with Gibson and uh, I got Higgins from DC, which was, which was great, but yeah, just losing Lamar wasn't Lamar. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to have the season that he That's did. Rough. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, like they're, they're more so Jim Harbaugh was like, Hey, I need to protect this guy for the next 10 years rather than just let him run around and get hit. And we, we saw so, that in the playoffs. So so between between us four, you know, we're OGs all basically. I mean, Bud, you you missed it out because you were too busy or something the first year. But can <laughs> we just between us, um, maybe we get rid of some of these other guys that are really good and bring in like the meatloafs and you know maybe you know some of the other turds that 
so we have a better chance. I mean, maybe that's what we got to do. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's evened out too much. So I, I, <laughs> I, think, I mean, you know, Easy hung strong with his five keepers for the last eight years, and it worked. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> if I have two more guys retire, I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> right. On. Be like, let's keep budding the league. It's really helping the average. I need that two wins this year. So I'm here with putting down two wins in the East. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that the All truth? Right. All right. Well, what questions you guys got for him? I got, I got a couple more, but I want to make sure you guys get some questions in. Well, I would I would say uh, Bungle. It's crazy to think because I think that we had a pod and I shouted out that you were top three in scoring in that in the in the midst of that one and five start. But um, it's crazy. We we discussed a little earlier on the pod here, really how dominant you have been the last two years. And so much of that, I mean, you know, I think Hopkins was a part of it. Zeke was a part of it. They weren't quite the same, but so much of it. Um, was your quarterback play. So as you reassess, I know it's early and you're going into the off season here and it's time for you to start thinking about getting back to being the champ again next year. What do you do with Lamar? Is he still in your good graces or uh, has, has, has things uh, in Baltimore and that head coaching situation kind of changed the way you feel about it? You know, I think it being an AFC North team, I, I follow those guys a lot. I think, you know, they, they lost alignment. We'll see what they do in free agency and in the draft, obviously they have probably like the 20th pick, but they just need another weapon for Lamar. Um, and I think they just, people figured him out, but obviously this guy behind me, uh, Joe Burrow would be very interesting as I think he'll be <laughs> back week one, week two. Um, and we got the a top five pick, which looks like we may get a Devonte Smith or a Jamar chase there at number five to give him more weapons. So Joe Burrow would be really tasty. I mean, you're talking about another weapon other than Hollywood Brown because he is probably going to lead the league in receiving next year. Yeah, <laughs> I like Brown. Uh, obviously, yeah, I learned his nickname is like he's from Hollywood, Florida, so that's that's why Hollywood Brown. Okay, but Mark Andrews <laughs> and Hollywood Brown isn't enough. But Dobbins, yeah. uh, you know, Dobbins was great um, for Lamar to, to to make a little bit more balance and not put it all on Lamar to run the ball. So I think Dobbins will have a great year next year too. So. Hollywood Brown, as being described as a weapon, would be like uh, a butter knife He's good. in He's a good. concert. It's 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 not the weapon you'd like to have. Um, I am curious though if Burrow was to come, <laughs> if Burrow was to uh, somehow uh, make it onto your roster, are we thinking uh, Andy's Burrows? I would go to the night. I would probably change my. Uh, well, you know, I don't know when we can change the name. I love Bungle Nation, but I'd be like. <laughs> I, I change it to the nine. I, I change my name to the nine boroughs, like New York. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like, like that. The nine borough. Yeah. yeah, like the nine balls, kind of like thing. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. <laughs> the nine balls. Yeah. And how are you feeling? Not this is outside of fantasy, but how are you feeling about uh, Joe Burrow and the future of your your bungles there? They uh, he showed some real glimpses this year of that they could be the real deal going forward. Yeah, and and Gore is listening to this very closely. There's nothing worse than watching your quarterback shatter his knee and you lose in fantasy that week too. Is just <laughs> horrible. 
And if, that if is you look at the history of how many quarterbacks have shattered their knee on the Washington field. Uh, oh. This is insane. Uh, but, you know, I feel good. Uh, I like the young coach that we have in Zach Taylor. We just got a, a two lineman coach. We're going to pick at number five. We're going to get Penny Swell from Oregon. If he's not there, then we'll get a, a playmaker receiver. And then we just got some picks, you know, obviously the top of the round for the rest of the rounds. But I'm optimistic as always. I think this will be another growth year for us and Joe Burrow. And then in 2022, I think we'll make a run as hopefully Big Ben is ass retires. I'm just so sick of seeing Big Ben. <laughs> is uh so so is Mixon obviously the down year? What do you attribute that to? And uh and is he still a quality keeper in this league? You know, he's a definitely a keeper. Um, what happened was, you know, week six against Tennessee, he hurt his foot. And then, like, you know, Burrow goes out in the next few games. It's like, why why put him back in to get injured? And we just gave him a bunch of guaranteed money. So, I think they just shut him down early. So, he, he'll be good. He'll be good. He's quality. And with that, Boston was shut down early. Do we um, – can we look forward to <laughs> – can we look forward to uh, – uh, and, and I apologize because I didn't know that this was going on for you. So I, uh, hopefully the battle with, with COVID um, wasn't too long for, for you. But can we look forward to some, uh, some, some, another episode of Cruising uh, – Mobbing with Bungle coming up soon? <laughs> Cruising with Bungle. <laughs> we, you know, we're not the, uh, you know, we're not the closest these days. We, we had a little falling out and, uh, what? I'm joking. Oh I'm my gosh. Dang. Like breaking <laughs> news. Breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> Boston's boy rejected him. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when a dude moves out to, uh, Las Vegas for a year, I guess. Yeah. He's back. He just moved back. Um, so he's, he's in closer, uh, proximity not that that made a difference with zoom and all that but yeah we got to get back get, get back and, and uh, you know we as Boston said you know we just got back from our global tour so we're back in North America now so we'll we'll, we'll reconfigure <laughs> our, our North America strategy all right I got I got one last thing for you and cool. be honest what are you what's worse all right, well let me tell you are you more dreading handing the trophy over to end zone or are you more excited about getting off champ island yeah i think i think more getting off champ island i mean <laughs> he, i mean he won it fair and square he was dominant all year and plus it's nice like i don't know why i was dreading this but i didn't want to have to pack it up and then ship and i i don't know the plans with the trophy if i if you just send the the nameplate or the you know, and then yeah, I sent I send the nameplate. So you okay. just you just you, you just gotta do the handoff. Yeah, he'll go get it off, the next week that. or so. But it would have been worse, I think, like ship like putting it in the, the box and taping oh, it up and taking it yeah, to UPS, right. you know, like that would have been way worse. So yeah. once I knew it was easy in DC, I was like, all right, it's staying in Oregon. So it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a little Dang easier. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, all I'm right, sure so I'm sure that's gonna be a nice package for uh for in yeah. zone to, to receive. I remember the and feeling I remember the feeling getting it and opening it up and like I'd seen pictures of it because it's like legitimate Lombardi trophy size status. You know, it's oh you guys saw the uh the draft, right? I brought it. So yeah, but it, it, it'll be a good feeling for easy and, and well deserved. And uh, you know, we'll see if he can keep it another year after. So 
I was confused there for a second which package you were talking about receiving in the mail because you've received a couple packages and you actually received a package of a package in the mail one time. <laughs> Big black package, yeah. <laughs> All time. Okay. This friend. is a G-rated podcast, right. guys. Okay. Like gosh, oh. All right. Awesome. Hey. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks. Thanks for joining, man. And, and you know what? Like, don't we're we're going to debate what year was better between the 2019 bungle nation and the 2020 end zone for a long time those are two oh, yeah. seasons that no one is going to be able to touch for a long time so you know we got to figure out that debate but it's something to talk about so thanks okay. for joining man and wait, congratulations wait, wait. on all your success Wait, I know we're over, but I know we can we can also debate which will be easier, the handoff of the championship trophy or trying to get the trophy back from Meatloaf, the awkwardness that was. What the uh, That was the toilet bowl, was it? Yeah, it was really tough. But I, I had to go pick it up, and it was a rainy Portland day. I'll never forget this. I have to tell this, is that the toilet filled up with water because he, like, left it. <laughs> Oh. on the front porch and uh yeah he was like hey i left it on the front porch me and the wife are out of town and then it was just looking so sad on his like front bench, <laughs> filled with water and the whole time he was just staring at you from behind the blinds so he Probably. didn't want to make yeah. yeah all right guys out of town. go bills there you go i think i want exactly. the bills bills mafia yeah, Bill Packers. Oh. All right, guys. Later. Anyone but Aaron. See you, Bungo. Take yeah. care, champ. Thank you. See you, Bungo. Hey, and Bud, that toilet trophy is going to look good on your mantle this year. I mean, it's going to look good up there. Something something to stare at. That's fine. I'll put it right by last year's uh, East Division Championship. So put it with All it. Right. All right. Yeah, that's true. All right. Hey, guys. We're, we're done. We, we're over. Hey. We're way over. We're gonna okay. have to do the podcast. It's all about let's get statistical. Like I, I just we're we're I, gonna have to do one. I think we need to do it. I think we need to do another podcast in another week or two, and all about season recap. I'm, I'm okay. in. Let's do it. All right. Sounds but the last thing I want to I want to kick out with. By the way, Bungo was great. I mean, that was that was good. He, that was he, first. I didn't know we had the COVID. That's horrible. I know. Yeah. I mean, was that, that, was, that was it's way more than that one percent. Like I thought, you know, maybe we get one guy, but now we've got two that we know of. That's yeah, rough. I had a I had a scare with it, but I was negative. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. COVID COVID seeks out the redheads, I hear. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know if he got me got red hair. I don't know. I, have to look at it a little closer next time. Um, all right. So last thing I'm going to bring up, spring owners meeting. So we're looking to do that in Boise. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'll send out some stuff coming up and we'll start to settle on a, a weekend or something that works for folks. But um, I think having it here in Boise will probably be really fun. I think getting everybody out is, at least it's somewhat drivable, you know, so if you want to do more, but I'm thinking like it'll either be mid-May or early June on, you know, unless we want to target the, the um, Memorial Day weekend, 
but I'll throw that out there. Let us, we'll kind of talk through it and then we can start RSVP and figuring that out. So that's, that's something for everyone to figure out, but I think it'd be good. You know, we'll see what happens obviously with everything going on, but I think it'd be fun for everybody to get together. We'll, we've got a lot to talk about because year 10 is coming and something that Duck Cowboy and I talked about is like in year 10, maybe that's the year to really shake things up. Really like, you know, change some of our bigger rules like keepers or scoring or whatever. Like it's, you know, it's 10 years. Maybe that's the time to change things. I don't know if I want to change certain things, but anyways, I think it's something to think about. So be on the lookout for that and we'll talk a little bit more. And, you know, now that we're going into season nine, we, we have two years to really think about what are some of the big things we want to change. Maybe it's a redraft. I don't know. I'm getting crazy. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, but Anyways, that's that's all I got today. I'm good. I'm done. We're done. Oh, uh, I know the kids are excited about getting to Disneyland again. So, <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah, there's no Disneyland in Boise, so. Um, oh well, it's, we let, can, them, let them know now. We can get to the Potato Museum. It's cool. Sure, and there's a really big Potato Museum here. It's huge. Wait till you see the size of the potatoes. Russet. <laughs> the russet yeah <laughs> all right that's it guys we're done all right any any, any, any final thoughts before we check out well as always go ducks go cowboys and go duck cowboy yeah looking forward to uh flushing this year and uh starting fresh next year <laughs> yeah literally flushing it <laughs> all right guys see you next time all right, bye.